You ready? You good? Um, <laughs> wait, I got to start the other dingus. Take I, got, I got multiple dingai. Okay. Yeah. So does this show. Mm-hmm. Schools out. Okay. 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 <laughs> guys, guys, schools out for summer. Redbox has the video games to keep you entertained. With over 40,000 locations nationwide, you can rent and return anywhere. Better yet, you'll get a free one-night game rental from Redbox when you use the promo code TTCA6. Swing by a box in your neighborhood, or if you want to make sure the game you want is there when you arrive, reserve it online at redbox.com games. This offer is valid through August 3rd, 2017, subject to additional terms. Charges apply for additional nights. Payment card required. Getting into video games has never been so easy. Get a free one-night game rental from Redbox if you use the promo code TTCA6. I am John Moltz, and I am renting and returning at a place near you. I'm Lex Friedman. Be kind. Rewind. I'm John Armstrong. <laughs> Buy the VCR with a triple fast forward, and you're set for life. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. Nicely done. <clears throat> I wasn't sure where you could go after. Uh... Uh, yeah, I didn't know yeah. either. But I remember mm-hmm. having, I purposefully bought a VCR in the 90s that had the triple X rewind. Did you, have a, did you have a, did you have, did you ever have the, the tape to tape, the, uh, the one the industry That's what I was going to say. The, I, the best VCR we had was the dual deck VCR. Yeah, yeah, never, it didn't just worked. copy the video. It copied it, if it, even if it had copy protection. And if it had copy protection, it copied the copy protection. So nobody could steal my tapes and copy those. Suckers. It was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no. Huh. I was, I was, yeah. uh, I was laughing about. I was thinking about this, that exact VCR actually prior, like a couple few days ago, and how, you know, I got it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I got it in a time where it was like I didn't have dishes to cook or pots and pans to cook f- food with, but by God, I could take tape Seinfeld and Letterman. <laughs> sure. You know that was. Yeah. I had my priorities. You had, you had like alum- an aluminum pot. That yep. you could, you know, bend with your bare hands easily. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, that just like putting it into the dishwasher would dent it. Right. You you would and, you uh, can't touch anything. Yeah. Even even right. actually, too much cooking would would just it would melt. But it, you know, it made ramen. Sure. Which is I mean, all I, all it was ever asked to do. Right. I know this is nothing new, and like technology always advances. But isn't it just remarkable how? I mean, I don't know if your kids know about live TV. My kids don't really get live TV as a concept no. all that yeah, much. No, they don't. No. Isn't it just it. amazing how different their understanding of TV and stuff yeah. is? He goes yep. berserk. I mean, well, he hasn't seen it in a while. Frankly, I was well. I, anyway, I can't. We don't even turn the TV on when we go to a hotel anymore. Uh, yeah. Because we bring everything. I mean, yep. if there's something that he wants to watch, we're gonna have it. Yeah. And. And mostly, he's you know, if he's going to be sitting around in the room doing entertainment stuff, he's probably playing a video game or something, um, right? Yeah, and so, but like years ago, every time he saw watched a TV show, he would get into it, and then all of a sudden it would stop, and there would be mm-hmm. these, this other thing on, and he'd just be like, "What? What is this?" And he'd turn and look at me, you know, indignant. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Where is my show? What is this garbage? I don't want to see this garbage. This is garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of the movie where there's a look of that. Like the the guy keeps looking at at the main character. He's like, really? Really? (laughs) And I'm totally blanking. But the the whole life, like uh, my girlfriend watched Grease live with her kids. And I was kind of in and out for it. But 
they were they were like you know, they had to have commercial breaks for the the set changes and stuff. It was crazy, and mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we hate commercials. And and my girlfriend, who has built her entire career on advertising, has said, <laughs> sure. was like, um, yeah, well, those commercials bought this house, punks. So whatever, <laughs> get out. Yeah, here's your uh, here's your poster now. board. Hit the streets. Yeah. Start panhandling now. No, no, it's crazy. It's nuts. Like. I have a box that I can hold in my hand that I can watch anything at any time, almost oh that's God. ever been created. It's insane. Yeah. It's right. insane. Right. You really get to thinking about it. But yeah, you got to trade that off with complete craziness in DC. You know, complete wackadoo in <laughs> DC. So awesome handheld technology, shitbox mm-hmm. president. So, so it took us took us four minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm st- that's it right there. I'm gonna stop because I know that. Um, Lex is does not have any kind of political leanings or, or feelings. So no, I got no political opinions whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, so it guys, makes the show uh, a lot easier. It that does. Lex doesn't have any political opinions. Oh my, because uh, you know, John, I think you and I would just be like, we'd be. I think oh by the <laughs> by like the first fifteen minutes of an all political show, we would be writhing on the on the audio floor with each other, like entangled in a uh, Gordian knot of <laughs> argument disbelief and mm-hmm. just insult and circling uh, back and around yes. yeah the right. what's the thing that yeah. snake that eats its own tail what's that there's a term for Ouroboros. that Ouroboros. Yeah, thank, you. thank you i always forget mm-hmm. that. yeah yeah, Ouroboros. yeah the, the the podcast would be infinitely long right i just wanted to say i was trying to come up with a great joke answer and i couldn't come up with any for mm. what the name was for a snake eating its own tail. So uh, I tried just kind of listening to my failed you. I think it's, I think what I'm getting at is just, it's kind of mouth to ass anyway. So, um, <laughs> that's, oh, that's I, la- I think Ouroboros is Latin for <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the human centipede of administration. <laughs> Parenting. <laughs> we care about the future. That's all. Anyway, <laughs> fellas i got a broken dishwasher and uh, Ooh, I spent, uh four hours uh trying to figure <laughs> out okay so i've i've watched a lot of youtube videos trying to figure this thing out and marlo, speaking of things that you can watch yeah right and, and the greatest part about this is marlo first of all i had i i um we bought these rubber gloves for the the kids in the family who are kind of like texture averse to touching dirty dishes like the mental gymnastics they have to do to even touch a dish that's soiled is it, it's mm-hmm. really amazing and so we're trying this experiment with gloves well marlo you mean even I, their I, own or just other people's anything like any kind of hmm. it's time to do the dishes we've got to clean up and they just look and they're old enough now to like let's go you're part of the crew mm-hmm. you're part of the team kids let's do it and um you know <laughs> yeah anyway so uh, i bought some gloves i bought some rubber gloves and they're not like kitchen gloves they're more like halfway between surgical gloves and kitchen gloves and they're cheap and awesome it's fine well i'm in the dishwasher and i'm like you know i should really put some gloves on <laughs> and i'm like well i'm not gonna put leather work gloves on i'm gonna put just like <laughs> serial killer gloves on so i put those on <laughs> my favorite kind of glove sure yeah it's a great glove and i'm in there like fishing around and i'm pulling out some stuff put my bdsm of... gloves on <laughs> okay sure yeah uh <laughs> Because I was going to go to a different place with the story. They're multi-purpose. They're multi-purpose. Uh, yeah. Um, that's maybe what you use them for. Um, <laughs> but um, what I was using them for was the dishwasher. And so Marlo, 
in solidarity, put a pair of gloves on and was holding the my iPhone and then like double tapping it back. She's like, we need to go back and watch that again, dad. Boop, boop. Mm-hmm. You know, like the 10 second jump back. <laughs> and the best part about it was I, I found a video. You know, every, anybody Wait, who makes if you this, double tap a YouTube video, it goes back 10 seconds? If you're in the app, yeah. Oh, you're in the Double app. tap okay. on, the, on okay. the, each side of the screen. Not on the arrows, but on just on the screen. There's like a giant... Got it, got it, got oh, it. you know, I, I was looking for that earlier today or yesterday. Late, late last yeah. night. or You know, there, there was a slew of um, interesting trailers. movie trailers. It would oh be interesting God. if someone like, did a movie uh, trailer show, but no yeah, one does I, one. Anyway. I've been I, I, watch, I watched the Ready Player One trailer. Oh, my God. Doesn't that look fucking amazing? My key takeaway is, boy, I don't remember what the hell that book was about at all. Oh, <laughs> I, never, I did not read the book. I did not that read the book, book and I was I was uh, sort of moderately interested in the trailer. And, and uh, the thing that perked my interest the most was the Iron Giant being in it. Wait, uh, is this also, an episode of Trailer Trash? Shush, shush, shush. We're doing a cross <laughs> That's show. not a real a show. Second. Nobody does this that a, This is a that show cross exist. segment. Just a quick cross segment. <laughs> there is a DeLorean in that thing. Oh, also the yeah that that didn't that didn't hit me in the feels like the Iron Giant, but um, well, no, I didn't know the, the DeLorean, good, and I love the DeLorean. However, yeah. the book is based on '80s culture. That's the whole deal, and mm-hmm. so the like it's like this crazy '80s mashup, like the music, the sound. Oh God, I love that trailer so much. Anyway, <laughs> so Marlo's holding, wearing the surgery gloves, and uh, helping me out with the YouTubes, and so. Anytime somebody makes a fix it video, there's a there's like the a thing that they kind of are about when they do the video. If they're not like a full time, you know, vlogger or YouTube person. And so I found this one and the guy would not stop talking about bacteria in the dishwasher. Yeah, there's just bacteria floating around. There's these big pieces <laughs> of bacteria and it's like you know, it's like hard water <laughs> deposits and um I'm sure there's some food debris in there, whatever. And I'm sure it's got bacteria, but the way he was referring to the bacteria and just talking nonstop, and you got to get over here and ba- see that there's bacteria right there and he's scraping it down. And it's like, it's disgusting, first of all. But um, he was just fixated on bacteria. And so that became the joke of the day was, did you find bacteria in the dishwasher? Marlo did not nice. participate in that joke. That answer, yes, I did. <laughs> Couldn't hmm. fix it. So you did not fix it? Nope, it's sealed up. It's like it's it's the iMac of uh, dishwashers. And and yeah, now you get to like uh, call the oh. expert in and feel dumb. That's my favorite part of the whole journey. They're gonna walk <laughs> in here and go, see this plug, and they're gonna. What's gonna happen is I'll come back from work, and they, and, they, and there'll be a note taped to the countertop with a little hair plug that was in the drain pipe or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> the um, you know, uh, I I was remembering. I've been thinking a lot recently about how I am not teaching my kids how to fix stuff, right? And it's because I mostly don't know how to fix stuff. Like I learned the things I know how to fix, I learned how to fix in the past three years. <laughs> um, like I'm okay with a screwdriver, don't get me wrong. But like in the past couple of years, I learned how to attach. Uh, Vodka you know, orange um, juice. <laughs> yeah. I know how to attach hanger <laughs> wire to a picture or mm-hmm. how to. You know, if it's a heavier picture where you're going to drill in a couple different screws. Like, I learned how to do that in the past year or two. And I learned how to fix outlets and light switches the past year or two. Um, and I was thinking, man, why never learn this as a kid? It's, oh, because my dad never showed me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. there you go. Um, <laughs> I could potentially be showing my kids, but I also don't really want to teach them how to, you know, mess with electricity. But uh, you got to show them that stuff, right? Like, you, I'm, I'm glad that she was helping you. That's my point. Like, I think that's a good father-daughter bonding kind of thing. That's all. Oh, yeah. She was into it. I mean, she. I told her I would play 
Trials Fusion on the PS4. I was like, listen, we're going to play. They call it the floppy unicorn game because one of the kids does this thing. Like, you can be unicorns. You can be cats on unicorns in the Trials Fusion multiplayer. And um, it's pretty awesome because you're a cat riding a rainbow <laughs> unicorn uh, instead of a motorcycle. <laughs> So, um, so the floppy you part. Keep hold up, on the hold farm up, when hold up. you could be a cat riding a unicorn. Right. So hold up. The floppy yeah. part has not to do with the genitalia. It oh has my to god! Do... Nobody said that. Nobody was even thinking that except for everybody <laughs> who listens to the show. <laughs> right. Not so, yet, anyway. Well, so what happens is, is that you, if you get your balance wrong, the unicorn will kind of scrape its butt across the track, mm-hmm. and if you do it of right, course. it'll just keep going, and so. One of the kids called the being it was the unicorn was being a floppy unicorn because it was like sitting on its butt and scraping around, and so that became the name of the game. Let's play floppy unicorns. That's the nice. game. That's it's not trials fusion. It's floppy unicorns. <laughs> so I told her I'd play floppy unicorns, and I did not. I was not able to complete that task. Well, we had been um, we've been away for the weekend. Uh, my wife and I joined another couple. We went on a, a tr- swingers weekend trip just for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Swing, swingers, swingers weekend, weekend in the Hamptons. <laughs> And I mean, we watched the movie Swingers multiple times. Sure, it was and, really, you know, it was so obvious. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm glad we, I stepped back. We, we I'm not going to do with it. A new wife. The, but what I thought was nice was how happy our kids were to see us. Like we came in the house, they were upstairs having put pajamas on. Grandpa was over here, and I hear one of them go, "Sierra, Anya." Mommy and Daddy are here, and Liam comes running down the stairs, and they all come. They want to do giant hugs and stuff, and like I thought that was nice because on the on the drive home, the other couple had called uh, their parents to talk to their kids, and the kid was. They were like, "Hey, so Mommy and Daddy are coming home," and he was like, "Okay," and she's like, "Don't you want to see us?" And he's like, "Whatever." <laughs> like the kid could not have been like he literally was like, mm, "Whatever." Um, no, I remember he was like he was he was with his grandparents, and she's like, "Don't you want to come home and see us?" And he's like, "Not particularly." That's what the ten year old said. Not particularly. <laughs> uh, so I was liking that my kids were happy to see us. Um, and there is, I don't know. There's, I mean, it's fun to be away from your kids because it makes you appreciate the nice stuff. Like you come back at least ready to be. Hey, I'm going to be great dad for you now, and I'm sure I'll lose that after like 48 hours or so tops. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, Lauren, like I want to spend time with them. I can't wait to go home and see them. And it was true. Isn't that nice? It's nice. It's nice. Sure. Sure. And uh, then they like, yeah, throw yeah. up or. So far, so good. I mean, Liam had a nightmare tonight, so we had to go back up to him. But even that was a little bit sweet. But let me let me pause for a second because I have to ask you guys a question. I've been wondering about this for a while. Mm-hmm. Do you have a pair of sunglasses with scratch lenses? Mm-hmm. I used to. Maybe you threw them. Well, I want to hear more about that. But you either threw them into a junk drawer or you're still wearing them squinting through the scratches. Ugh. Thanks to Revent Optics, you no longer have to live with those scratches or keep buying pair after pair of new sunglasses. Instead, you can save your sunglasses and replace your lenses with high quality, polarized, non polarized, and prescription replacement lenses available for any brand on the market. Starting at just $24 a pair, Revent Optics lenses are a fraction of the price of name brand sunglasses. And because they test their lenses to ensure razor sharp clarity, they're a much better option than cheap gas station shades. <laughs> Revit lenses are easy to install, guaranteed to fit, and backed by a one-year warranty. If you can't find your sunglasses listed on their website, by the way, you probably can, but if you can't, Revit Optics can cut custom lenses for you at their lab in Portland, Oregon. 
Join over 500,000 customers and try them risk-free with their 60-day money-back guarantee. It's the it's the lenses you're trying, not the customers. Plus, you can enjoy <laughs> free shipping and returns in the U.S. John, you have a, a, some Revent lenses, right? I do. How'd that I, work out? Not only do I have Revent lenses, I have uh, a pair of their frames as well. Mm. They're nice. And I, <laughs> I think I mentioned this before, but when I got them, I wore them around the house for like two hours. Just inside that. Just like Jack Nicholson. Well, listen, you can get 20% off your first order when you use the offer code TTCA. So go to reventoptics.com slash TTCA. That's R-E-V-A-N-T optics.com slash TTCA. Reventoptics.com. Replace your lenses. Save your sunglasses. Uh, we were at the, uh, we were in uh, Emma Gansett, which is... In the Hamptons, thank you. And mm-hmm. we were today. We ate lunch at the Lobster Roll. Now that would only mean something to you if you know <laughs> the area, or if you've ever watched the Showtime series The Affair. Have either of you watched The Affair? <laughs> no, I've not. I've not watched this the whole weekend. No, is not. just you know, you're just Many, you just keep dropping. This is softballs yeah. here. Yeah. Many pivotal yeah. scenes of that CV series take place at the this actual restaurant. Does and, it uh, does it deal with uh couples exchanging <laughs> partners? Uh unintentionally, but yes it does. Like it's uh-huh. not a, it's not by choice. Necessarily mm. like two of them choose and two of them are victims. Mm. <laughs> My wife it's not and really the other couple's husband if, like, really if, like, like somebody's not not aware it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but anyway, I was, uh, the sunglasses make you think of it because the, when they give you the, the menus at this restaurant, it's they're covered in the names of celebrities who have been there, um, who have eaten there. You know, President Bill Clinton and, and Tom Cruise, whatever. And somebody came in who was a celebrity uh, and was given a free meal and gushed after by the staff. And nobody at my table could recognize who it was. And the story has no ending. We left not knowing who it was. It was Lex. It was Lex. How but could you do that? He How could wore you do his sunglasses that? the entire time, as did his uh, very lovely uh, partner, girlfriend, wife. I don't know. Companion. It was it was uh, Hiddleston, wasn't it? It was uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I, I, the woman was not famous because only, people only wanted to talk to the dude, and I had no idea who he was. No, mm. it was Batman. <laughs> Johnny Depp. <laughs> I think it was probably a famous podcaster. Oh, That's my Nobody guess. wants to talk to Johnny. Nobody wants to talk to Johnny Depp. <laughs> but they both wore their sunglasses the entire time, and it was such an like he was acting like he didn't want to be noticed. But if you're wearing your baseball cap backwards and your sunglasses the entire time indoors, oh. I feel like you oh. want to be noticed. Yeah, right. That's like oh. yeah. that's like look at me. Oh, so it was Kevin Smith, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, <geez. laughs> um, can I just say, you know, backing up a little bit, I that I back it up. like it was a few months back that I fixed the dishwasher. I'd like to know and more it, about that. And it, it did involve, it did involve, uh, uh YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it involved, uh, getting an ex- obscure part from an obscure website. And, um, and it also involved wire stripping. Was this on the dark net? Did you have to go to the dark net? Yeah. I went, tour? <laughs> totally went to the dark net. <laughs> now, by the way, I don't own a wire stripper, but whenever I have to strip wires, which I have had to do, I, my trick that I have no idea when I learned, but I hold the scissors in my non-dominant hand and cut with them that way. And that's how I strip wires. True story. Oh, Free tip to turn this car around, listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can also go to uh, any kind of home improvement store and pick up a pair of <laughs> gauged wire strippers. <laughs> <laughs> that will do it in a, like two seconds. 
for like fifteen dollars. I needed like one. Yeah, I didn't. Five years. I didn't. I didn't have one either. And I was trying to do this without spending with spending as little money as possible. Because if I was going to spend some money, I would have just hired somebody to come in and do it. And we sure. were trying to spend as little money as possible. So I just I used a I used a freaking pocket knife. Oh, that's good though. I mean, look, yeah, there's a MacGyver yeah. quality to that. I can respect that. Yeah, and some and look, yeah, I respect like a whole the bunch of chewing gum. I do. <laughs> yeah. When you fix stuff in the house, isn't it just awesome? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Well, when it works, yeah. Sure. <laughs> in those few sure. instances when it works, absolutely. Yeah. The, I mean, the, I, I think I've talked about this on the show, and you have empathized. The biggest problem to me is I have multiple times tried to replace doorknobs, and then needed the locksmith to come to finish the job because I couldn't get all that shit to line up. <laughs> Doors are a whole thing. That's just a deal, man. That's you got to have all kinds of stuff. I, ma- I managed tips. to fix. I managed to fix some cabinet, a cabinet door in our. The, the cabinets in our kitchen are terrible i mean we need we really need to just like we need a whole kitchen remodel but we can't do that right now and, and i can get into one of the reasons why we can't do that right now in a few minutes but um i the way and the way the only way that i fixed it was i pulled the thing i pulled the door off and then i noticed that the hinges because it wouldn't close right um, and these stupid hinges that these people put in before us, like they're, they're adjustable in like 109 ways and none mm-hmm. of them are the way that you want. <laughs> and yeah, you lose one screw and, and the whole thing falls like, off. It, it, and also just like the, that the number of permutations are so vast mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I could sit there for 4,000 years and, and not get to the, you know, it's like trying to decrypt an iPhone and <laughs> I, so I, but the only way, the only way that I managed to do it was we had a, an old, uh, cabinet door in the basement and <laughs> I went down and I just took the hinges off that <laughs> brought them up and put them on the one that was up there because the other one wasn't painted the way the color that we had painted oh, okay. the kitchen so so I did that and fixed the cabinets were they those snappy kind like they snap into place yeah they yeah they sort of do that yeah but not they, like do they do not the like the newer snap, ones like I mean the these slow. were probably from the late I think they redid the whole house in like the late 80s Mm-hmm. it's like they think this is the still still the same stuff from them i know exactly what you're talking about they kind of oh, snap in and there's like so much. two screws and there's another screw yeah and maybe a third screw and you're like mm-hmm. what i'm trying to i'm tightening something it's not working at all <laughs> things are happening and but i have no idea why or what. what or what yeah it's like what did this what does this screw do and actually my brother uh along like in the 90s worked as a cabinet maker and he he walked me through what each of the screws do and it's pretty it's pretty slick the problem is i can't fucking remember any of it yeah yeah well there's probably a youtube video on it i should probably look i'm sure there is now yeah but just look out for that bacteria that's all i'm saying (laughs) well there's bacteria that's probably mine anyway so what difference does it make yeah i mean right right at this point it's somebody in my family's and i'm gonna get it eventually anyway right so you've you've already had it yeah i mean yeah yeah fellas or or i will in about 15 minutes yes I got to tell you, uh, I'm I'm in the high day camp season. Uh, oh, we haven't camp. recorded a show since I've seen Lita. I saw Lita at uh, summer camp last week. We did the camp drop off with the with my girlfriend's youngest. Saw Lita. She's doing great. Did I talk about rowing around the lake? Did we do that already? No. Yeah. So I got in a boat. And wait, wait, let's tease it. Let's tease it. We're gonna get the rowing okay. around the lake story, but I just want to do one more thing really quick. Okay. Mm. Mm. Picnics, potlucks dinner parties, barbecues. Good food is essential to a successful summer. And now it's easier than ever to create delicious summer meals with Blue Apron. Because for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. 
I have been shipped multiple Blue Apron meals. I have cooked multiple Blue Apron meals, Blue Apron meals, and I have enjoyed thoroughly every single one. I have literally, this is true, never cooked a Blue Apron meal and ate it and did not enjoy it. So that's if, if that's not a personal endorsement, I don't know what is. Blue Apron is completely flexible, so you can customize your recipes each week and choose the delivery option that fits your needs. And Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Some of the meals available in July include, oh boy, seared chicken and creamy pasta salad with summer squash and sweet peppers, creamy shrimp rolls with quick pickles and sweet potato wedges. I don't know what quick pickles are, but I love it. Fresh basil fettuccine pasta with sweet corn and cubanelle pepper, and chili butter steaks with Parmesan potatoes and spinach. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping. Basically, get free food by going to blueapron.com slash turning. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. John Armstrong, you you rode around a lake? Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? So, we teased this before the break. And we're back. Yeah, yeah we're back. <laughs> uh, so at the camp, there's uh, it was Parents' Day. And the camp graciously allowed us to drop off um, uh, my my girlfriend's youngest because she's like a super camper and they love her. And so anyway, we got to drop her off. So she's going to be there for a month total. Lita is already there for two weeks. I won't see Lita for another two weeks after this week. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Um, but time is going so quickly this year. Like in past years, the three-week time has like it's just been like oh every day i'm like you know is lita okay and this for the first time i feel like when we saw her i mean I, every time on parents day i feel like okay she's doing great she's doing great but after the first year i kind of found out she wasn't so hot i mean she had some stuff and so when she went back to camp the second year she really overcame i think like it was a critical moment for her development to kind of face some fears some worries and whatnot and, and go back and like, and she had a great year. So this year she's like, I want to go six weeks. She's got an amazing report card. So it's sort of like, it's not like, okay, you did good grades. So here's your reward. It's more like you're a great kid. Here you go. Like you love this and we're going to help you do it. So anyway, she's there for six weeks. So, uh, every time there's been a parent's day, I'm like, let's get on the boat. Let's go. Let's go out on the, on the lake. Let's go on the lake. They got a little pond. It's more like a big pond, you know, like kind of, but they got canoes and boats. And so five of us in our party went down. So it was me, Marlo, uh, my girlfriend's youngest, Lita, and my girlfriend's oldest. And they would not let us all get in one boat. I thought I was going to row them around. Wrong. I ended up rowing with the two <laughs> younger ones who aren't that good of rowers. And um, and then the, the older two girls who were like rowing pros. They just rowed the hell out of that thing. It was amazing. And I'm like, guys, we got to catch up. You guys have to row. And so I taught them basically how to row. They were like underhanding the oar like hand on top and then instead of having your hand in the overhand position to pull the oar back they were underhanding it like like what is that even what how this, do you this, get you don't this, get any power this whole thing is going or my head <laughs> oh god <laughs> i'm just i liked a, it just, i liked it better when he was sleepy i'm not a boat expert <laughs> hey, i'm still sleepy <laughs> you're off keel uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> so, so we caught up, like me and the John, two little ones. John, this going to really make you unhappy, you're going to need some anchor management. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> that one was okay. Thank you. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> 
I want to make a personal flotation joke here, but I'm not sure I have. I can get there. So, anyway, um, they we we rode over and there's like turtles in the thing, and there's like a whole nest of turtles, and it was great. I've I don't know that I've had a better moment, um, like outdoors with with the girls. They're not campers. They don't it's want awesome. to camp. They don't like like in terms of like, hey, let's have a family trip where we camp. Nope. Mm-mm, not going to happen with these people. And maybe I can Good do it one on one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mm, I'm kind of, I, you know, I grew up camping, but anyway, they were awesome. It was great. They're doing great. Marla's doing great. Marla's a little, my little subway commuter and she's kicking ass at subway. Like, she's amazing. It's like 4,000 degrees Fahrenheit in those subway platforms. And she's just like, she's third summer's the charm because she is, she's kicking ass at subway. Not the, not the sandwich. <laughs> not, the, the not a, not a sponsor. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't do the jingle. Nor is the MTA. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's hell summer, mm-hmm. though. It's the yeah. hell summer of rail travel, so there's that. I took the Long Island Railroad for the first time. And how'd that go, Lux? <laughs> so, this is not about kids, but it's about me being feeling like a kid and an idiot. Not the kids are idiots, but I am. But so, <laughs> Some kids are. As I, as I said, I went on this wild uh, uh, swinging sex orgy weekend with another couple, and <laughs> they wanted to leave Friday, this true Friday, at uh, like 11 a.m. But I was like, hey, I was just away for two weeks from work. I'm going to have to work all day Friday. They're like, well, we can't leave at 5 something p.m. and get to, you know, anywhere. Island. It'll be horrible. And I was like, you're right. So what ended up happening was I worked Thursday in Manhattan. Instead of going home, I went on the Long Island Railroad and took it all the way to Amagansett. Gesundheit. And thank you. And uh, <laughs> so it was like, I've never taken it before. And it's like, you want to get on this train at this time and then change at this stop, Jamaica, and then take it all the way basically to the yep. end to one stop before the end. But I'd never uh, done I'm this pretty before. sure Jamaica's an island. So <laughs> nope. yes. Jamaica Queens. No, Jamaica Queens. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it was uh it was fine. I've been to like, both. Okay. First of I all, figured. I, there were earlier trains that would let you off at Jamaica. And I was like, maybe I should get one of those so I have more time instead of this like four minute overlap between trains. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to. I don't know. I definitely should have done that and did not. And then my train pulled in it came late and so then i had a negative one minute to make my train (laughs) um (laughs) it did wait and like you saw like 80 passengers running off the one train to go to the other train and and once you got on the train there was an announcement on that train going please do not run the train will wait for the for the late jamaica arrival but you can't hear that until you're on the train (laughs) so (laughs) the point is you've already run but i run on and then like as the train is starting they're like uh, you know, now Amagansett's still two plus hours away, two and a half hours away. But they're like, if you're uh, getting off at Amagansett, note that only the first two cars stop at Amagansett. Only the first two cars are available to de- disembark at Amagansett. And of course, I was in the very back car, and you're not allowed to change cars when the train's in motion. It was a whole thing. But I got there, but I was super stressed that I was going to miss the stop. Like I had set an alarm on my phone in case I fell asleep. But like when you get to the last eight stops, they're all named Hamptons, like East Hampton, North Hampton, mm-hmm. South Hampton, West mm-hmm. Hampton, North Hampton. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, which Hamptons before that? Hampton. And, yeah. Oh, and other fun thing: the the PA system and the sign broke on the train. So they're like the engineer, or the, not the the ticket taker goes through like, pay attention, folks. Signs won't be working. Find your own stops. So I was like, I don't know my own stop. I don't know what I'm doing. So I had to just stare out the window at every stop to see if it's oh, yeah. again. It was yeah. awesome. Well, that's so, how I got to Japan. Yeah. 
But I was remembering when I was 12 years old, I went on my first flight by myself. And I just can't imagine Anya in a year and a half going on a flight by herself. I don't know. Can't imagine. Yeah, no, I've, 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 I struggle with that with my girls because that would be awesome if I could pay an airline, you know, a hundred bucks and say, stick these kids on a plane. <laughs> Any plane. I don't care. I, don't care no, I mean, I would do. pay for the ticket also. It wouldn't be just a hundred bucks. It would be like, oh, I see. You know, like, do they charge an extra fee for for unaccompanied minors? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, you got to pay money because they they <laughs> in do a, that I thing. In a in a rendition scenario, yeah. <laughs> in a dark site. <laughs> Check the dark dark web. Black ops. <laughs> the prices are clearly listed. Yeah, Delta will help you with black ops. Um, <laughs> it's the Delta Airlines Force is what that is. It's a different Delta Force. Can we just can we digress? How about that Jesse Char, huh? What? Being on Anderson Cooper? What? I missed this. Yeah. Yeah. She was like Jesse Char went on a flight. Yeah. And she sent a series of tweets. Now I do this all the time and nobody gives a shit. But <laughs> sure. Jesse Char does it and suddenly the whole fucking internet blows up. Yeah, but well, she's a cutie though. Right? You're not so. you're not charming. First she's like yeah, she's like Hey guys, I got woman. the road to myself except for this. And then she Well no, she said she said I got well the first the first one was like I was flying with my two favorite people and it was two empty seats. So good start. Right. And then there's another photo. It's like, hey, but look who joined me. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's my personal nightmare. The bare feet. The bare feet of a person behind her shoved yeah. through the two armrest gaps, oh, resting God. on the armrests of the seats oh, next to her. My God. So like yeah. two just bare exposed feet. And then she tweets a third one that's like one of the feet just opened the window <laughs> in her row. Like the guy used the guy or girl used the foot to open the window. <laughs> not open the window. It was a woman. That, you know, it was a woman. Out. I see I did not watch the segment because I was yeah. away all weekend. So it wasn't yeah. a man, it was the, the feet were women feet. Yep. Which I guess is slightly oh better. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Well, yeah, you tend it's to wrong. think that women take care of their feet a little bit better than men, right? Just in general, I would say. I mean, I know you know. Hate to, hate At least, to be, you know, if it's feet, but it's I, not but, soulless. but every woman I know takes better care of, their, of her feet than than I take care of mine. So, you know. but really, if bare feet really upset you that much, you need ankle management. <laughs> <laughs> See, sometimes I can make myself laugh. No. No. <laughs> we should all take some time to heal and then move on. Okay, we're good. I'm a little concerned for your soul right now. Mm-hmm. Thank I'm you. Gonna, I'm, I may have to push back a moment. Take a walk. <laughs> From the gate. <laughs> it's too late for me to be snappy. I just, you know. If you don't like foot jokes, then we are arch rivals. I just want to <laughs> I I, if I, I, love the, I got the URL for the show notes. I love the URL for the show notes. <laughs> it's it's JetBlue passenger feet hard Jesse Char Anderson Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Did the airline compensate Jesse in any way for the feet exposure? No, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, is that is that an actionable? I mean, they they regularly drag people off this. Wow. I mean, why? <laughs> Oh my God, she was all over the place. She's on Refinery Twenty Nine. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Cool. It was a great yeah. series of tweets. Yep. I just—I think I mentioned this last week. I—I I listened to last week's episode again because I couldn't remember much of what we talked about, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made this point, but I want to make it clean and sober as well. That mm-hmm. 
my kids were very impressive on that Disney trip we did because they had to go on many lengthy bus tours and walking tours and everything else. And they like they in, they didn't just enjoy it. <laughs> Let me try this sentence again. They didn't just behave themselves. They actually seemed to enjoy it too. And so I was I was really proud. Every parent we've talked to with kids our kids' ages are like, "How young is your youngest?" And I'm like six, and they're like. And, and and they went on the tours. <laughs> they really did. So shout out to my kids when they're listening to this in 20 years and wondering how the hell they are my children. You did a great job mm. on that Disney cruise that one time. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Just want to get that out there. <laughs> and don't mm-hmm. listen to last week's episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never. Right. That was a uh, one They should the never listen to episode. any of these episodes. No. They None should. of our children should. No, that's not yeah. the kids. Unless they want to hear some great puns. So I think what we need to do is we need to make sure that um, at, a, at, this, at, this, like at the right point when we're ready, um, that SoundCloud goes under. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying, at some point, we should delete the entire archive. Like, if you haven't <laughs> well, heard it, Well, that was where I was going it. with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> takes, problem takes care of itself. And, then, and also provides you know, some cover for us, mm-hmm. which is very important. Oh, my God. This is crazy. Uh, oh, he's okay. reading Jesse Char stuff. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I'm still like, I'm still just like, that's so egregious. Like, <laughs> oh, no one's in front of me. I'll just stick my bare feet yeah. uh, on the armrest. I'll straddle the seat with my feet. While we're talking about um, airline etiquette, I can't believe this still needs to be said. Like, I get there is a free and fair open debate about whether it's okay to recline your seat. And I totally understand the argument. You can recline your seat since the seats are allowed to recline. Like I get that, but there is God damn it. There is a rule that if you are the, if you, if you're on the window or the aisle and there is a middle seat, the middle seat gets first dibs on the armrests. Like nobody should need to be yes. told this. This is just, this is yes. a scientific fact. And I flew middle economy plus. So I can't complain about it. It was economy plus middle seat. To Los Angeles, six hour flight, five five hour flight from New Jersey, in the middle seat, and both pricks on either side of me, who kept actually one of them did take their shoes off, but both of them were like, "Oh, these are going to be our armrests." When the food was served, I'm there, sque- like I'm I'm squeezing my body in now, so you can see, listener, mm-hmm. um, reader. But so I, like my elbows are are like belly button adjacent as I'm trying to like use the fork and knife to eat the food because United now gives you free food on long flights, which is unbelievable. But I'm trying mm-hmm. to eat the food. And like I can't move my arms because I have no space. <laughs> the second one of them leaned forward to get something from his bag, I was like, "Oh, that's now my armrest." Done. And Boom. He comes I'm back there. and he sees and he's like, oh. "And like normally, if I'm the middle seat guy, which I'm not that often, let's let's be honest, I can get good seats. But if I'm the middle seat guy, I'm going to take half the armrest, even though it's a you know a razor thin armrest. I'm going to take half. Mm-hmm. But he leaned forward; he had been a jerk to me the entire flight. That was now my armrest, and he did not make any he did not make any effort to get that armrest back. But still, I shouldn't have to do that. And then other guy went to the bathroom, and he came back, and he was suddenly down one armrest too. So <laughs> the, the back hour and a half of the flight, I was comfortable. But those first three plus hours, man, oh man, God. <laughs> assholes. Flying yeah. is basically just horrible, and no one should ever fly. If it weren't that's for my, the people, that's my favorite. and the airlines, it would be great. Mm-hmm. If the flights were all empty, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not yeah. even sure about that though. <laughs> oh, oh, guys, I can't. This has been such an epic week. Marlo rode a bike yesterday. Whoa, Harley. <sighs> so, <laughs> what was it? A Harley? <laughs> oh God. So anyway, John, uh, my youngest um, <laughs> apparently is. Uh, can ride a bike. Um, That's good. But let's be honest, she can't start by herself yet. 
but she can mm. pedal and she just was writing. Like it was the craziest thing. Like Lita was hours and days and weeks of like talking through and diagrams and explaining gyroscopic motion and, you know, forces of gravity and, you know, there was trigonometry involved at one point, which I failed at, by the way. Um, but Marlo, I'm just like, well, I could see maybe maybe I'm holding on a little too tightly as I'm pushing her. I'm trying to steady her and I shouldn't. And so I just, I'm like pushing, pushing, and I just kind of let go and she's just pedaling. And I'm like, uh, you're doing it. You're riding. And she freaked out and stopped the brakes and the bike fell over. Uh, <laughs> and then we turned around and we did it again. And she was awesome. And then she and she was so excited. She was like laughing and it was crazy. And oh my God, I can't believe it. Ah. And then she gets on it again, like 20 feet of riding. And we were on a kind of a road with a little bit of a asphalt. It was kind of a flat space, but there was an asphalt berm and then grass. And it was per, you know perfect place to learn. But she didn't, she panicked and jumped off and the bike scratched the hell out of her leg. So now she has literally four two-inch band-aids all the way down her right leg on her calf. It's like, and they're multicolor too. They're like neon green and blue and like they're super bright and big and shiny. And they're, and it's like, oh, those are war wounds, Marlo. Those are war wounds. It's good. good. Yeah. So I'm super dead, basically is what I'm saying. Nice. Yeah, I remember uh, the first, when I, when I learned, I was like, <laughs> my dad was, was behind was behind me like holding the holding the seat as i was uh, pedaling and then you know i just assumed that he was still there and if, you know finally i like look back and he's like you know 20 yards behind Lighting me up a cigarette like, 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 two miles and away. then i'm like <laughs> and then, <laughs> I, then of course, like, I didn't know how i didn't know how to stop like i couldn't worked on figure that. out like oh you're supposed to pedal back i couldn't like I, my brain was just fried at that point because i was in just so much shock and so i basically just like you know i, I rode Dove. right toward him and he just like <laughs> grabbed me and stopped me i did feel that eventually that's good that's last good. weekend now I, that was the first thing i did and so before we got going marlo like mashed the brakes like 60 times i had to tell her hey easy like don't mash the brakes if the bike starts to go, you jump down and straddle the ground. <laughs> well, the seat was a little high and it was one of those, like which oh, in boy. this day and age, I cannot, why would you put a hex, a hex nut on a kid's bike specialized? That's the worst. It's the worst. Are you shitting me? It's called quick release. You guys have the technology on your fucking tires. Get it on the seat <laughs> right fucking now. Specialized. Come on. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Hmm. That was just, a- well, I have strong feelings about that. Anyway, so didn't adjust the seat. And uh, I was going to make a joke about bikes, by the way, but I was too tired. <laughs> mm. Promise me you never. P- <laughs> never, mind. <laughs> never mind. You know what? Just get no. a grip. No. <laughs> Two grips, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody say sprocket? <laughs>